Remember when education was about the fundamental skills of reading, writing, and arithmetic? And about reading great literature and studying history to give our kids a model for what it is to be a good person? Memoria Press's Classical Christian Curriculum offers that very model for your homeschool. Get $5 off your next order by using the coupon code LPR20. For more information, go to memoriapress.com. Memoria Press, saving Western civilization one student at a time. We've all had this experience if you spend enough time online. If you say something online that maybe gets reported or you say something online, post an image online that suddenly you discover has been muted, it has been blocked, it has been taken down, and you say, well, okay, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, these enormous online platforms, social media platforms, they have to police their content. Of course they do. And it's largely done maybe by just algorithms that run in the background all the time. What if it's happening consistently and the issue is always the same issue, abortion? Is it just a coincidence? Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Joining us to talk about social media censorship of pro-life information Peter Hassan, senior investigative reporter at the Daily Caller News Foundation and author of the new book, The Manipulators, Facebook, Google, Twitter and Big Tech's War on Conservatives. Peter, welcome to Issues Etc. Absolutely, Todd. Thank you for having me on the show. How do you respond to someone who says, look, this is just this happens to everybody, happens to big people, little people, to all kinds of organizations. And it's just those faceless algorithms running in the background. Uh, Well, I would say two things. For those one you know these tech companies like to be able to blame the algorithms because it's an easy scapegoat because you say well it's not me it's just the code and the algorithm but people design algorithms and biases are baked into the algorithms and on, on top of that the other thing i would say is is that having kind of gotten behind the scenes views of how these processes work it's tough to, to say that it's not intentional. For example, the outlet Slate, they're kind of a more to the left wing outlet. They did an article basically complaining about the fact pro-life videos were coming up to the top of the YouTube results. And so what YouTube did in response to that is they added the term of abortion to a blacklist, which um, effectively uh, uh, guarantees that that only content from quote-unquote authoritative sources is going to be at the top of that. And so what that does is, is it basically makes the search results look a lot like the mainstream media bubble. And, and so there, there are just a number of instances like that where you can see these kinds of things happen behind the scenes. And uh, I'll tell you, it becomes a, a lot, lot tougher to uh, uh, describe it as a coincidence once you've uh, kind of gotten the behind the scenes look. Talk about some of the latest incidents of social media platforms either muting or banning, censoring pro life information. Uh, an easy example is, you know, when the Roe v. Wade movie came out, it was banned from advertising on Facebook. 
And the reason that these things happen is because, A, these tech companies, the people inside them are so aligned with the abortion lobby that they really don't view it as a two-sided issue. They view it as the good guys or people who are pro-choice and the people who need to stop talking or people who are pro-life. And so they're really not one-sided in this at, at all. And that's something that you see, too, just by the executive's closeness with these companies. So, for example, when you have Sheryl Sandberg, who's a top executive at Facebook, donating millions of dollars to Planned Parenthood, and then you have these pro-choice activist groups demanding that platforms do more to censor and suppress pro-life content, it's not really a surprise when, lo and behold, the people donating to Planned Parenthood, the people who agree with Planned Parenthood, take steps that are perfectly aligned with what Planned Parenthood wants. You even point out that uh, it goes higher than kind of the high echelons of the people who run social media, up to and including Mark Zuckerberg, who has some financial connections to pro-choice organizations. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's really a feature, not a bug, and that's the, the consensus is that, well, if you aren't a bad person, you must donate to Planned Parenthood and put your money where your mouth is. So Mark Zuckerberg and his wife donated $992 million in company shares to the Silicon Valley Community Foundation, which is a left-wing donor network that gives up millions of dollars to Planned Parenthood and its various arms each and every year. And so it's really not something where these companies are at all neutral. They are very much aligned with Planned Parenthood and other pro-choice groups. And they ultimately agree on the end goals, which are, you know, there's a right and a wrong. And the right is the, the right side is the side that uh, uh, is pro-choice. And so the other side doesn't really deserve to have a chance to speak. And so it's always this uneven playing field where pro-life groups have to deal with, have to you know, clear all these hurdles that, uh, that, that pro-choice groups don't. And so that's why you see these conservative groups over and over and over again, having to ask for permission to run ads when every other group just goes ahead and does it. And it's, uh, it's, it's happened over and over and over again. The latest incident was TikTok, a social mm-hmm. media platform, took down the account of Live Action, a pro-life group, and then later reinstated them, claiming it was just an error. What do we know about that? Well, you know, that's, that's pretty much par for the course, in that these tech companies always, their mistakes and errors always go in one direction. And that's against pro-lifers in favor of pro-choicers. And the only way to really get them to ever back down is if you get enough outrage that it's not worth it to them on that particular battle. And so that, that was what happened here is that TikTok only admitted that it made an error after there was just so much outrage against what was clearly a flawed choice. But it was only after that expression of outrage that they were even considering allowing them back on the platform. 
Are there then, in your estimation, having looked at these incidents, are there human decisions being made that are bent against the pro-life message on social media platforms? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. These uh, employees are, 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 you know, as I was saying, the algorithms pretty much do what, what these employees want them to be doing. And, it, and it's, it's not an algorithm that's adding the word abortion to a blacklist that then gives an advantage to CNN. The human person adding the term abortion to a blacklist in response to pressure from these left-wing outlets. And so there really is, is just a whole another factor in terms of human choices that go into these things. Peter Hassan is senior investigative reporter at the Daily Caller News Foundation. He's author of the new book, The Manipulators, Facebook, Google, Twitter, and Big Tech's War on Conservatives. You can purchase this book at our website, issuesetc.org. Click Talk On Demand Archives. Peter, thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me, Tom. In Hour 2 of Issues Etc., we'll be talking Super Bowl ads and that halftime show. Jennifer Roback-Morris of the Ruth Institute will be our guest, and we'll be teaching a Sunday school lesson with Pastor Tom Baker of Law and Gospel today. Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, in particular, his command not to be anxious about anything. He makes some comparisons between flowers and birds and us, and he says, your Father in heaven has your back. We'll talk about that in hour two. Stay tuned. Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc. Issues Etc. is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is vital for the continuation and expansion of this worldwide outreach. Our mailing address, Issues Etc., P.O. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. You can also donate at our website, issuesetc.org. Issues Etc. is a production of LPR, Lutheran Public Radio. Hey, Todd, what have our listeners noticed first when visiting the LPR studios? Definitely the small size and the dirt. Well, not anymore. Thanks to our friends at the Cleaning Authority. They've turned this man cave into a space that meets even our wives' approval. Whether it's our office or your home, the Cleaning Authority is your cleaning service provider in the St. Louis area. To schedule a free estimate or to find out more, visit thecleaningauthority.com. Thecleaningauthority.com. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Ad Crucem has crafted a series of posters to put what we believe, teach, and confess on display. See our Luther's Daily Prayers, the Apostles' Creed, Nicene Creed, Liturgical Calendar, John 1 in Latin, and coming soon, the Athanasian Creed. Visit adcrucem.com. That's A-D-C-R-U-C-E-M dot com.